kissing ass to the old girl Len, are you, Marcos? You know, just a little hello goodbye there by the Beatles, you know? See what I did there? A little hello goodbye. It is goodbye. Kyle Lowry, if you guys are just tuning in, Kyle Lowry has been traded to the Charlotte Hornets. I'd imagine he's going to get bought out. Yeah. Uh, he's He is traded to the Charlotte Hornets in exchange for Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier, Scary Terry, who has been having a an excellent season for the Charlotte Hornets. Um. He is uh he is, you know, been scoring about twenty, was he at twenty-three points a game right now. He's been very efficient this year uh in that shooting. So it hasn't been like even though that team sucks, yeah. Uh it hasn't been like pure looter and a riot stuff. I mean, like a lot of it's been he's not like out there taking like thirty shots a game. So he's shooting forty six percent from the field, thirty six percent from downtown. Um, you know, gets to the free throw line at a healthy rate for a guard. You couple, you know, like four times a game, which is Definitely more than they were getting from Kyle Lowry. I mean, it's it's a huge offensive upgrade from what you were getting from your starting point guard spot. I am curious to see what this mix is going to be like with Tyler Hero. Um, this is not again. This is this the, the Heat have really been having tough uh, a tough time containing you know other guards and penetration and all that. And yes, while they have very good wing defenders and Jimmy and Bam and Haywood Highsmith and Caleb Martin, um, you don't really get a lot of that from Terry Rozier, but I would say, I guess it's kind of a push because you weren't getting exactly defensive help anyway with Kyle Lowry out there other than taking a charge every now and then. So this is uh look, the heat fan has been waiting for a move. It's not the, uh, it's not the Orca move. It's not getting DeJounte Murray. Um, doesn't feel like there's been a lot of buzz. I think if anything, that sounds like it's, uh, it's very much headed towards the Lakers. Cause that's what Rich Paul wants. He wants the Lakers to get loaded every single year with his clients. So, that sounds very much like where we're going, but uh, Terry Rozier is heading to the Miami. Big D Wade fan, big D Wade fan, his entire career. So, if you guys are looking for gooses, there he is. He was like retweeting over the weekend Udonis Haslam stuff. Then with uh, the D Wade ceremony before that, so he's uh, he's had a lot of love for the Heat organization, some of the Heat greats for a while now. So this is uh, this is uh, this is I think going to be a fun move because the Heat haven't had anything new. You know, Marcos, they haven't had anything new. With uh, with with their with their roster and things just felt very very stuck in the mud or as I was saying the cement over these past couple of weeks. So you get a little bit of infusion. You get a guy who can certainly get hot and uh, and and put up big numbers for you. You know, we were, it was funny. We were watching last night all of these crazy numbers that are getting thrown around there with Joel Embiid and Cat. Oh, by the way, we got to get to Cat's goal. Oh. By the way, that. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I mean, you want to just talk about the uh, you you want to talk about the the Carl Anthony Towns uh, effect. I mean, that was just that to the fullest. But the the Heat needed an infusion of something there from that position because look, I know Kyle Lowry's not here for just his scoring, but you just can't you, you can't be a non threat, and that's just what he was becoming. Like he was just out there, basically not even putting up shots, and when he was putting up shots, he was bricking them like crazy. It was just a, it, it was just a really really tough rut for him. I told you so, what his problem was, is that he got, it looked really awkward because when nobody played, Kyle would ball out. But it happens to a lot. It, it used to happen with the big three. When we had the big three, guys would come in and not know when LeBron and D-Wade and Bosh were playing, how they fit in. And Spo empowered everybody. If you're open, shoot the damn ball. 
You're not a facilitator. You're open for a reason. Shoot it. And Kyle would, he always deferred when Jimmy, Tyler, and Bam were playing. And I think that was, you know, the thing that everybody got frustrated with because when you see him go four or five from three, you know, it's kind of one of those things that you can't go two weeks without shooting the ball and then all of a sudden wonder why you 0 for 9. You know, you got to keep shooting it. If you're open, yeah. shoot it. it. It was just, it was, it was an awkward fit for sure. And I think that, you know, the, the idea of bringing Kyle in here, I got it when they did it. You know, you had a younger Bam, a younger Tyler. He was friends with Jimmy Butler. You wanted to try and take some pressure of ball handling off of Jimmy Butler when he got here. Um, and certainly that first year, like, look, they were, they were really, really good. He was dealing with some personal stuff too, that, that made that first year a bit of a pain in the ass for yeah. him and, mm-hmm. and not great. Um, you know, and and he had some big playoff moments too. It's not like he was out here dealt with a dealt with a lot of injuries as well. That's going to happen when you sign a thirty eight year old, and uh, and you and you're going to get to this point. So, you know, I, I think that was that was kind of the point of it too. Is like, man, are we really hitting the point of no return here with Kyle with uh, with injuries, with age, all that stuff? Are we going to be able to go through another season of this? And if and especially like, look, he very clearly came into this year I'm sure a little insulted that there was questions of if he was going to be the starting point guard mm-hmm. even though there was no other point guard on the roster and he basically had to put it out there like that and needed injuries for that to become a thing and then now he gets benched again and then all of a sudden it's like well I expect to be starting and he's not and well he he also said that I understand it I haven't been playing well he said that, yeah, well, he said that the day after he expected to be back in the starting lineup. Okay, well. The first, I mean, the first, the first day when he got benched, he goes, well, I've done great starting. I expect to be back in the starting lineup on Sunday. Then he wasn't. And then he did the whole, oh, well, I haven't been playing well thing. Now, it, it's tough to be cocky, Leroy, after a one for nine, you know? You, you, can't, you can't play that card. But, but basketball is a sport where you have to have that kind of cockiness. You gotta if you go zero for nine, you gotta feel that okay, you're gonna go five for five and get your average right. You have to think that even if it's not true. So, yeah, but he's, but I don't ever because he's, he's not gonna come out guns blazing. We know like we'd be that's get... that's the that's the problem that I had with the whole Kyle thing. That listen, it's not for lack of talent. Duke can play, right? He's proven he can play for a long period of time, and we've seen it in moments. Okay, but this team don't need you to pick and choose when you want a ball. This team need people to score. You haven't scored 100 points in a week. Well, that's the thing, right? Like we were we were watching last night and we saw all these crazy numbers oh, put up. Oh my goodness! And I'm like, man, is anybody on the Heat even capable of doing that? Like, is there a possibility of anybody? Not even just like you got a four. G- we got 40 players. We don't have we got 40. Six, we don't have 60 and, and, players. And not many. Not many. Jimmy's never scored 40 in the regular season for the Heat. And Bam and Tyler have done it once, but still, so, right? Like, right? Not, no, it ain't like right, right. Now Jimmy, now Jimmy obviously turns into a different monster in the playoffs. You want to talk about playoffs? He's a different type of beast. He puts up plenty of forty point games. Obviously, he had the fifty six point performance yep. last year, which is his career high. Mm-hmm. He's a different animal in the in, in the in the in the in the playoffs. Like it's it's crazy. Actually, I was looking before the show, Leroy, because I was curious about this. Like, man, that'd be kind of cool to have a night like that. And Jimmy Butler. His career high with the Heat's 38 in the regular season. All time, it's 53 with the Bulls. But 
in the playoffs, he has 13 out of his 15 top scoring performances with the Miami Heat for regular season in his career, two. And they're in, like, the bottom of the 15. Right. It's it's, it's a weird – like, he is such a switch flipper when it comes to the scoring aspect of it with the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. And that's why you need a guy like Terry Rozier because Jimmy is not in that mode in the regular season. You need somebody who's like, you know what? I can also give you 30 tonight. And Kyle Lowry was never going to do that. He wouldn't even try, though. No, he wouldn't even try, but he's not even not thinking about it, not not maybe even able to do it at this age. Because, again, like, it's, well, no, it, it's not a matter of do it. It's just that he – you can't go into a basketball game with the Miami Heat and predetermine what your role is going to be. And I think there's too many times – where he went into a game saying, I'm going to facilitate for the three guys, right? And and never even attempted it. Whereas when two of those guys are out, he goes out very aggressive. And so the problem and what happens is as you get older, right, you can't dial it up like you used to. So now when he goes out and say, I'm going to be aggressive, now that aggressiveness looks 0 for 9. Right, so, like, yeah, funny, I get funny. it. Remember, remember mm-hmm. when we did the segment on me thinking people could dial it up, and the Dolphins actually had to try that in the last seat in the last week with thirty-six-year-olds. <laughs> ah, Bruce Irvin, maybe he can dial it up. Justin Houston, although you did get held, Justin, you got screwed on that one play. Should have had one. Dial it up. <laughs> you want to? You want to hear? You want to hear a coach go ballistic in any sport? Ask them. Hey, what do you about feel about your players just saying we'll dial it up when the playoffs start? Ask Spodat. Ask Spodat and see if he doesn't lose his mind. Well, uh, we'll take a quick break here on the show. Now, listen, we had the breaking news. I do want to announce today on the show we have a pair of tickets to give away every hour for Heat and Celtics. Now, I imagine Terry Rozier is going to start tomorrow. I imagine he's going to play tomorrow. Uh, the Heat practice. Wait, he's, when is he coming? Well, they. I think he's. I think he. I imagine he's on his way now, right? Mm. One would. Th- I mean, how much money does he physical. make? Twenty-five million. Okay, I think the numbers work. Yeah. How many more years work. though? One. After this year. One. Okay, so he has this year and then another year. This year, another year, and there's something with his deals, like not fully guaranteed next year or something like that. But it's not like, it's not like he makes three million not guaranteed. It's like. I think it's a difference of like 25 and 23 or something like that. It's okay. not like a huge gap. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, he, so he's straight balling. Mm-hmm. He's at what he, he's averaging, what, 20? 23. 23? All right. Yeah, 23. So, is he going to start? I'd imagine so. So, you got him, Tyler, Bam, Jimmy, and. Hawkes. Hawkes. Oh, no. I mean, probably. That's a good question. Are they going to go Jovich? Probably Jovich, and then bring and then and then have Hawkins be the sixth man. Okay, so who's going to be the point guard on the second unit? Probably like it's going to be they'll probably stagger it, I imagine, but probably like initially it'll be Tyler, like, Jay, Rich, Jay Rich, Jay Rich, Tyler. Like they'll probably stagger all that. Okay. It'll. I mean, the thing that'll be interesting is the the close. And I get, I'm going to imagine the closing lineup is probably going to be Terry's a better Jovich. defender than than. Um... I want to then say Kyle. No, not Kyle. Then, um, then, uh, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I don't know well, I was, I mean, everybody is. 
Uh, yeah. Wait, is he got you know because one of the things that, six that one, I mean, he's six one. Usually, six one guards aren't great defenders. But some one they of the one of the problems is Kyle is usually a menace on the other side of the floor. Just, just a I, nuisance. He's, he's very situational. Like he's he's great at like getting it under big guys and stripping and blocking. And uh, we know how great he is going and taking charges. I mean. But as far as like staying in front of anybody anymore, he's not mm-hmm. doing that. People are blowing past traffic cones. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> that'll be definitely an interesting thing. And I, I, yeah, I think him and Tyler, Tyler and Terry Rozier is not exactly, uh, you know, a force field of defense up front. It's not, Ooh. but it's not like they had that anyway. So hey, they need when they be playing on the ESPN. You need new security. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll take a break. Anyway, so we have a pair of tickets to give away. Coming up, I'll give away our first pair every single hour this show. A pair of tickets to give away to Heat and this Celtics. This hour's almost up, player. I know, dude. Well, listen, we have breaking news. Go ahead. You can't get mad at me if there's breaking news. We played a Beatles song. Back after this. 